Welcome to the Comics Experiment, the show right here at Comic Storian, where I sit around with my buddies every Thursday at twitch.tv slash Comic Storian, and we talk. We're friends. We are friends. Don't you lump me into that crap. <laughs> and we sit around and talk about all kinds of comic book stuff, from looking at various lists, talking about the history of comic books, talking about the latest movies, stuff like that along the lines. You can find it every Thursday live at twitch.tv slash Comic Storian at about 2 p.m. Eastern. We then upload it to our Patreon, where you get the unedited flubs and issues and probably this whole opening right here that you didn't get on the main channel. Uh, <laughs> over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Comic Storian. I'll talk about a little bit more about that in a second, because that's our sponsor today. Us, uh, and you <laughs> not <laughs> us, them, you, you. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. And you can also catch it li not live, but you can catch it uploaded to our YouTube every Saturday, where many of you watch it. We're also on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, and all kinds of wherever places Nick puts this up because I don't actually track where he puts it up. I just get like a bunch of emails that are like, You got a five star review at this weird thing, and I'm like, What is podcast Apple Eaters Anonymous? I don't even know, but whatever. Uh, Podcast. <laughs> Dave's on the name. Apple Ears Anonymous. If it's not a thing, it should be. <laughs> it's a support group. Who's for being that? Who, yeah, apples. I was going to say, who's eating that many apples? You need a support group that you got to be anonymous at. <laughs> but you know what that support group does? Never has to see a doctor. That's true. <laughs> there are no medical professionals at that support group. <laughs> Doctors hate the support group. Find out why. <laughs> Anyway, guys, today's episode is brought to you by our ongoing sponsor of G Fuel. Use the code COMICS at checkout to get 10% off of your order. It's an energy supplement that I drink a ton of. Mm -hmm. They've also just come out with the French vanilla coffee flavor, which I just yes. handed you a tub of. They actually taste like French vanilla coffee. Yes, they do. Uh, and they also have a hydration line, which we enjoy as well. I should be getting more pineapple in our G Fuel sponsors. If you're watching this, I need more pineapple hydration formula. That'd be great. Uh, if you're watching, send me more. <laughs> This is how you order, <laughs> yeah, order pretty, products. I right? could text them, if but whatever. Watching. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Also, um, if anyone on Amazon is watching. <laughs> uh, and we're also brought to you by our Patreon. We do kind of condense this portion down a little bit when we have other sponsors. But today, we don't. So our Patreon is where you can get early access to pretty much every video we make, except for the last second ones. But that, So that gives you like five or six early access a week. You also get unedited versions of this podcast, Comics Reviewed, The Three Beers and a Topic, and uh, Tales on Earth. Tales Tales of Earth. What do, you, what do you guys, what's the name of your show? Tales on Earth. <laughs> I kind of like that now. It's been going on for a year and he, it was his idea, but he has no idea what it's called. Uh, you also get Absolute Comics, uh. the show that me and Sal produce over there. And any support you can give us over on our Patreon helps us out immensely. And we really do appreciate all that support, guys. It anyway, uh, I think I've, I've talked about our own projects long enough. We're at three minutes on the countdown and I have a 10 minute rant at the beginning of this of the amazing show from the UK, Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away. I just want to know when they were thinking of the name of the show, were they just like Repo Men UK? No. Doesn't rhyme High enough. Doesn't enforcement? Rhyme. No. Nah. Well, on this show, if you can't pay, they take it away. <laughs> oh my gosh, it rhymes. <laughs> Perfect. That show is amazing. And let's be honest. Honest. Rhyming cells. It's true. It does. <laughs> so today's topic is going to be very simple. Um, not much has happened in the comic book world, but Harley Quinn comes out next no. week, so we've got alternate Harley Quinns we're going to talk about next week, all the different versions. Ooh. Um, I mean, there's like four. All seven there, of them. <laughs> no, there's there's more because there's like four in continuity right now. 
That's so just weird, her multiple personalities. <laughs> the weird thing with Harley is a lot of the time it's like very, very Yeah, it's still technically change. Harley. It's just wherever she sits in that particular universe. It's like, well, she had red on this side and black on this side. Now it's red on this yeah, side yeah, yeah. and black on this side. Well, like Harley Quinn oh, of wait, Injustice Universe almost became a Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also I where she is that. at in the Curse of the White Knight. Right. Yeah. But then we have, uh, I think it's Harleen where she's classic Harley. Right. We have animated Harley. Yeah. I mean, this is probably what we should do next week. <laughs> no, no, let's just do it now. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the worst changes that Andy and I can remember to, to superheroes. And I've got two lists. One from Screen Rant of the worst changes made to famous superheroes. And then one from CBR, which is the 10 massive character changes from the New 52 that, well, didn't last long. It doesn't mean they were necessarily like the bad. Right. So we're going to go. Just didn't mean they and then you and I were talking changed. about some fun 90s ones. The 90s. <laughs> And we assumed that for the most part, it, it, this show would be me and Andy kind of reminiscing, reminis, reminiscing, remi- reminiscing, reminiscing. I think reminiscing about the '90s comic books, and Dan going, "Really? Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, indeed." So this is gonna be the tone for the day. Yes. Well, I mean, you are. <laughs> this from- is my. I do not know what you're talking about, but I agree. Ha <laughs> ha. Kind of like, like the f- tick voice. <laughs> I would have gone with like '50s radio announcer. <laughs> Buy Ovaltine. <laughs> oh, are you going to buy Ovaltine? Yeah. Well, not anymore. Huh? Do they even still make Ovaltine? I don't want to Google I it. think they do. Yeah, Ovaltine. Oh, my Lord. Just go to the list. No, now I need to know. Now I need to know. Top Ovaltine. 10 Ovaltine do. products. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's 116 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Fun At fact, least. they were all made in 116 <laughs> years ago. And we're still, trying to get, yeah, we're still trying to get through them. So off the top of your head, Andy, what yes. is one of they the worst six. changes to your favorite superheroes that has come out? The worst changes we'll get, we'll, to my favorite superheroes. Um, and Dan, I'm giving you time to think about your favorites. Okay, they so all involve X-23. If, if we go back to ye old days of the 90s, it was, a, it was a time of extremes and pizza bagels. And yeah, um, I would say <laughs> Guy Fieri's at the time. No, that was like 2000s. Yeah, that was 2000s. No, but it's like he carries on the 90s mentality in his flavor town. I could kind of see with maybe. the frosted tips. Uh, at the time, as a small child, I did not think it was stupid. But now, as a 30-something-year-old man, I do think it's stupid. Was the electric Superman? Yes. From I want to say 95, maybe 96. <laughs> so it was Superman had died. Okay. Okay, that was 93, I Which believe. Which was the most successful Superman story ever. Right. Uh, so, obviously, then the, the reign of so Superman... this was his first time dying. This is the first time. This okay. is the real this one. Is, this is the, the first yeah, time, right. actually. Okay. Like, everybody was wearing armbands and crap. Yeah. Okay. In real life, not in the comics. Um, this was the thing. We got very <laughs> into it in the 90s. Um, so, yeah, then the fourth Superman had showed up. Superboy, Steel, Eradicator, Cyborg mm-hmm. Superman. Uh, eventually, obviously, Superman comes back and he takes over again as Superman, but there was something wa- wrong with his powers. It was really wonky. And eventually, he became too powerful and morphed into like this electric blue Superman. Please look it up. I- I'll show you the picture. So yeah. they had Superman, to, they had to get, blue. They had to get him like a, a containment suit and he had a whole new mess of powers. Yeah. Okay, that's actually kind of cool but looking, But, like, as though. a kid, I was just like, oh, this is so, so cool, cool looking. And as an adult, and it still kind of looks cool. Right. But the actual, like, point of it was kind of dumb. Uh, yeah, so that would probably be... I didn't be, think it lasted long. Like, like you couldn't it. control the powers, and that was the end of that. Well, it was... I mean, it was for a while, because then he split into, like, Electric Superman Red and Electric Superman Blue. <laughs> and, yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, it was a little bit. Um, I will say the one that, I, that still stands out the most to me. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I was a huge Spider-Man fan. 
Okay, in Clone Saga, while everyone knows I hate the Clone Saga. As a kid, Ben preached about it. He loved it. It was his favorite. I hated the Clone Saga. And I, I, and, uh, that's not even the worst change. Cause if, and I don't know if you remember this that well. But when the Clone Saga wrapped up, the change was that they I thought was the worst one ever. Ben Riley was the real Peter Parker. Yes. And Peter Parker was actually a clone. And then Peter Parker went to time. like give up Spider-Man. And so Ben Riley became Spider-Man, but with a different Spider-Man costume. Yeah. <laughs> and was like, <laughs> he was like homeless or something for a little while. It, or working it, at a coffee shop or something like that. It, it was, it was yeah. all an attempt to get rid of the marriage, yes. but also maintain it. But their way of doing so was going, we'll just have a new Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> we don't need to worry about it then. Um, Peter Parker will show up every now and then. It'll be fine. And then like a year later, it was like changed back to where it was right. like, oh, no, no, no. Peter they, Parker they, was they, actually Peter Parker. Yeah, that was good. They discovered Ben Riley was actually the clone. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I considered cloning. that one of the worst changes. Oh, and you can 90s. tell comic book readers also because they had to change it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because that was supposed to be the fix. It was now Ben Riley as, as Spider Man, mm -hmm. and he's just Peter Parker with a different. I name. did like Ben Riley as Spider Man for a little while. Yeah, it was a fun like little story, but yeah, right. It was a dumb plot altogether. Okay, Dan, you've only been reading comics for the last. You know, three I, will, weeks. I will give just a uh, a the most recent one that I can think of because okay. I was having trouble actually paying attention and thinking at the same time. Uh, I and I all the time. bet you can figure out which viewer will love that I'm saying this. I don't. I don't know. Bendis aging up, John. <laughs> that was a dumb point. That it, was, that, a, that was yeah. a change that is yeah. an irreversible change. That it's not irreversible, not but it's it, not needed. I agree. It's not needed. Just it's give it a minute. We'll have another crisis. I won't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. It's just a a modern day change that not many people like. I don't think anyone like, okay, you want to tell some cool stories. I'm on board with that, but I have yet to meet anyone that's like, no, I really wanted a 16 year old John Kent in my stories. Like, yeah. Hmm. So anyway, all right, well then let's get into the first list. We'll start with the screen rant one. Cause I'm wondering, these look like they're older based on these images. It does look yes. that way. Cause that's yeah. Ben Riley. That's the Ben Riley Spider-Man. I didn't even Batman. I didn't even realize that until I pulled this up. And now I'm looking at these and nineties boob windowed. <laughs> Sue yeah, Richards. That was Sue Richards. Name. Yeah, that's what they um, call You hey, know what? There goes Boob Window. <laughs> Remind me to talk about Boob Window in a minute. Power um, Girl. Oh, look, Tower 10. Some men red and blue. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so we already discussed Electric can, Superman. Can I preface this list as I preface all lists? What? I don't know who wrote this list, but that person's an idiot. <laughs> Even, Even though you agree. With the I don't care. Part. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be um, something I don't agree with on a list. This Just one is say. from Screen Rant. Yeah, Superman Red and Blue is number 10. We just talked about it. Peter Parker <laughs> replaced with a clone. God, we're good. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Peter Parker. Was I liked for a while uh, though. Ben really liked original Scarlet Spider, the one who's wearing the denim hoodie. Okay, it was okay, the '90s. That cool. was cool. He's <laughs> wearing a denim hoodie. Oh my goodness! Well, because he had the impact webbing. That's what I liked about him. All I know is he was wearing a denim hoodie. <laughs> you don't get more '90s than a denim hoodie. It's because it was the uh, '90s, and Ben Riley was like emo. Oh man, I want to be. He a was pretty emo in the '90s. Yeah, so, I had yeah. like the long spikes and the Jenko jeans. I've seen the MySpace pictures. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But no, Ben Riley was like, he was like, oh man, uh, I want to be with Mary Jane. Sucks. But the real Peter Parker's with Mary Jane. Oh, I'm Peter Parker. I should just get Mary Jane. <laughs> Life is pain. <laughs> I need my denim hoodie. <laughs> um, number. Number eight is the all-new powerless Wonder Woman, who apparently, based on these images, became a movie star. 
<laughs> or a go-go dancer. Or a go-go dancer. Why not both? So number eight is Writer's Head and Grass. Uh, nowadays, whenever a comic book universe wants to keep things fresh, we get a massive crossover that rewrites the multiverse, yet keeps the characters yeah. as faithful versions of themselves, DC if slightly comics. altered. Writers hadn't quite grasped the idea in 1968, which is why they took Wonder Woman, forced her into a pants suit, and took away her power so that she could learn kung fu and run a boutique store. <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> this is, I understand, like it's a different time frame, right? And like nowadays, you know, that would that would be really weird. Right. But like at the time, who was like, you know, what would be an awesome storyline for our comic book is if our superpowered female character loses all her superpowers and runs a boutique store <laughs> with a pants like, suit. Yeah, like the nineties. The nineties would have been like Bruce Wayne gives up all of his million dollars and runs a Gap on the weekends. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is the woman who spent her entire life training on the island of the Amazons. But wow, sure is great that she can now break boards with her hands and stand behind a counter and submit tax returns. Yeah, like <laughs> the change was meant for the better, as the previous version of Wonder Woman was still struggling to shake off the image as the Justice League's secretary slash token girl. <laughs> Plus, it was the '70s and feminism was a thing. I'm pretty sure it's still a thing, but <laughs> no, no, no. It's it just a, a thing in the seventies. <laughs> and over. at the time, all feminists wanted to run a boutique and learn kung fu and wear pants suits and wear Stop pants suits. Right, right, right. The pants with suit. shoulder pads. That was the thing. I think. You think she needs? Do you think Wonder Woman needs shoulder pads? I don't. I would assume uh, no, <laughs> but who knows? Um. Still, the character proved too iconic to leave powerless and running her own clothing store for the next 50 years, meaning that we soon returned to Wonder Woman, who could actually hold her own in a fight against Doomsday and not just make a flimsy attempt to knock him out with a Naki... God, you say that one, Andy. Nakadate Ipan Kinzuki Punch. Okay. Well played. Thank you. Yes, that's actually a thing she says in the comic. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> that's where that came from. Okay. See, that's why when you have a super move, you don't want a really long name for it. Because <laughs> you don't want to give them enough time to block it. Uh, number seven is the Justice League of Detroit. <laughs> Man, Detroit could really use that today. Uh <laughs> Ooh, topical. <laughs> Keep going, I'm with you. The name alone of this group should raise an eyebrow, since the actual Justice League are better known for hanging around an orbiting space station, not Detroit. The team was formed when the original league disbanded, and writers decided to drop the little-known deadweight. Decided to drop the little-known deadweight off the team: Superman, Batman, Wonder <laughs> Woman, and all those people. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were lame. And they replaced <laughs> them with huge names like Gypsy, Vibe, and Steel. The latter of whom doesn't even have his own Wikipedia page, <laughs> but the, through some criminal oversight. <laughs> that's oh, that's good. Um, the comic <laughs> failed to generate the buzz of its own uh, of its original incarnation, possibly due to the fact that it tried to give us a cast of hip, edgy D-list teenagers and failed. Even with the more successful Teen Titans just around the corner, instead of the team simply being disbanded, their final issue had them utterly destroyed by a combination of members quitting and an onslaught of vicious androids that murdered two members of the league. Jesus Christ! It's more or less how comic book writers admit the idea didn't pan out. I'm gonna kill you all. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because. Uh, uh, who it's a good is thing it? they dropped the dead weights, though. Grant Morrison has a tendency to do that when he takes over a team and he doesn't like certain members. He just murders them. <laughs> <laughs> he did it when he took over Justice League. Yeah. At the time, I want to say it was 95. Who'd he kill? I don't even remember. But the Justice League at the time was like a bunch of D-listers. Right. And he was like, no, no, I want Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, blah, 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 blah. So 
for story purposes, he just murdered like half the team and the other half was just in the hospital. And he was like, okay, cool. I got all the ones I want now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I said Ben to when he took over the Avengers. Yeah. Avengers yeah. disassembled. One of the best Avengers stories ever is about them basically destroying yeah. the Avengers team. I yeah. mean, remember Jack of Hearts blowing up? I mean, I was going to say, if, <laughs> if the editors can't get mad at you, if all the other members are dead, <laughs> well, I can't use them. They're all dead. Uh, all right, number six is Captain America becomes the Nomad. I just like his costume. That's a deep V. <laughs> That's a d- <laughs> <laughs> I approve. So, I approve because of the deep V. Uh, I want you to wear a deep V on the set one like, time. Like yeah. a deep V. I I used to but you got to keep your nipples covered or we'll get banned. I used That's to have true. one. It was like showing the navel. That's what you got to get down <laughs> to. I got to get... <laughs> it's only barely held together at the bottom. Right, it's right. That deep of a V. It's actually just a. It's button. almost a vest. It's a vest. It actually is a vest. He's wearing it as a super deep V. <laughs> uh, I'm um, sorry, Captain America. I just get a shirt and cut a triangle. There you go. Uh, several characters have taken up the mantle of Captain America, but most of these have simply been keeping the seat warm for the inevitable return of Steve Rogers, the rightful owner of the title. However, Cap's stint as Nomad had him tossing away the name along with his devotion to patriotism. Patriotism. This comes after the President of the United Paratism. States is revealed to be a supervillain, or simply the Marvel Universe version of the Watergate scandal, causing Cap to reinvent himself as a man without a country. This apparently meant that he had to dress in a costume that has somehow both impractical and that was somehow both impractical and generic by ditching his indestructible shield that he probably could have just painted over. <laughs> yeah, like black. Just the cover yeah. featuring his first adventure even has him charging into gunfire completely barehanded with his old while his old shield flies uselessly in the background. After just flying by itself. <laughs> After fighting a snake lady and tripping over his own gigantic cape, oh, Steve Rod- cape too? Steve Rogers eventually realizes that one dead president shouldn't be the end of patriotism itself and becomes Captain America once more. I like to think that that's exactly when it happened. He like trips to the cape, right? The bad guys get away and he's just kind of sitting there like maybe with a sprained angle. And he's just like, guys, you know, on second thought, America's not that bad, right? <laughs> Also, I kind of want to get rid of this cave. This thing is stupid. <laughs> Just right in the I should have listened to Edna. Uh, number five is Sue Storm's 90s costume switch. This is the infamous boob window. <laughs> the four boob window, for the record. That is true, that yes. That needs to be known that it's shaped as a number four. This is also the time frame where uh, Mr. Fantastic started wearing, like, uh, body armor. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he was wearing like like military like ammo vest for some now, reason. Now, uh, before I read this, <laughs> if I remember the story correctly, and this is going to be me testing my knowledge, I believe it was literally just the writer wanting to put her in a scantily clad outfit. That and made I made bo- a storyline defense. And I think the storyline basically was, you can't tell me what to do, Reed. It was, I- yes. I'm going to wear yes. what I want. Yes. And it was a boob window with her midsection revealed. Because Reed designed the previous outfit. So this was like her way to. <laughs> She's like, you know what? All the parts that you covered last time, I'm now revealing. It'd be funny if <laughs> he was just like, oh, no, this is awful. <laughs> this is definitely not what I wanted to happen. Um, it's no secret that female superhero costumes typically more revealing. Most artists are male and most readers are male. And when Wonder Woman wants to fight evil in a one piece metal armor and high heels, it's a sad fact of life we've come to accept. Sue Storm has always been immune to this, being a part of Marvel's first family and supposedly a good role model for all the obedient 50s housewives since her debut. 
I mean, it's true. That was the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. This all changed in the '90s when she ended up wearing a little more, a little more than a bikini. Whoa, hold up, you forgot the sigh. Sigh. There's, it's in parentheses and in the. It's written down that there's a sigh. It's true. You have to read it right. No, I got to read the pun. A forkini, if you will. <laughs> What's wrong? I like it. It's like a bikini. But Upon seeing like it for it. the first time, Reed declares in shock that she, that Sue designed herself a new costume. Though it seems like a funny way of stating that she just hung up the old one on a wash line and butchered it with a chainsaw until it felt edgy enough. It's bad enough that this outfit was meant for fighting crime as it goes on to represent more or less everything wrong with how female comic book characters are portrayed. All in one terrible outfit accompanying a personal and the accompanying personality change. Why does the four need to be a blank space? What's the purpose of the massive gloves? Was the midriff window really necessary? It was transparent. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, it was a transparent attempt at empowerment that totally ignored the fact that Sue Storm could turn invisible Project force fields, hold the team together, and maintain her status as one of the most famous female superheroes of all time. All without the ability to turn very specific parts of her clothing invisible. I don't see the problem. <laughs> Me either. Mm. Eh. I like the boot window. And that's the problem. <laughs> that, that is the problem. Yes. Number four is that the Guardians of the Galaxy added A-listers. I remember when oh, they did this. Oh, I remember this, this yeah. When it they wasn't started a good going, idea. hey, so now you got Iron Man. Now you got Captain Marvel. Was it also Venom? I think they yeah, Venom. yeah, Venom. Didn't they put Spider-Man out there at some point? I, the, the plot it's... reason was that the Guardians should have an Avenger on the team at all times. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, should... I mean, they're essentially Space Avengers. Yeah. Yes. Everyone knows Space the Avengers, classic Guardians of the Space Galaxy Avengers. lineup thanks to the hit film. Okay, for the record, that's not the classic Guardians of the Galaxy lineup, but anyway. Uh, and true. a slew of 80s tunes. <laughs> it's not. The, the movie version. No, I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. The Guardians of the Galaxy, for the record, guys, from the movie. I love that version, and I even loved the comic that came out after that. Oh, yeah. But if you have been reading Annihilation and such, most of those characters weren't what you saw. No. <laughs> and they weren't even a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The current version that Donny Cates is doing is closer to the original. Yes. With like, what's it? Moons, Moon Dragon, Moon Dragon, Dragon Phyla, Moon's Fire. I was gonna say Moon Phyla, but I'm like, isn't Phyla the other girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bald one? And <laughs> no, it's Moon Dragon actually. Yes, that you you just tried to name other people and just kept describing the same. He's like, character. who's in the Guardians now? Spider Man. <laughs> um, the guy uh, that can do the other spider stuff. Yeah, yeah, Miles Morales. But uh, not Spider Venom, Man, yeah, Venom, Venom yeah. Spider Gwen, Spider Woman. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Spider Verse. That's Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, just All right, I'll be honest. I've never read Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, yet the lineup in the uh, comics has constantly changed, switching in, switching to include a bunch of other uh, outer space misfits that no casual fan could have ever heard of. This ragtag quality is why the team works, similar to DC Suicide Squad, which is why the formula stops working when there's big names thrown in. The Guardians of the Galaxy expanded to include A-listers such as Captain Marvel and Iron Man with their most recent roster change, including Kitty Pride, The Thing, and Venom. I remember all of them. Yep. Kitty, well, Kitty Pride took over as Star-Lord for a little while yep. there, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. And had the worst costume, and everyone kept referencing it. And she's like, I haven't decided yet, okay? That, that was the <laughs> joke the whole time. Um, when all these characters have their own iconic teams back on Earth, it ruins the team dynamic and renders them more or less a space B-list Avengers, fighting threats that you don't care about because they're so remote. It gets worse when the A-listers start to pull the attention away from the original Guardians, which they inevitably do for the time they join. Meanwhile, the Suicide Squad is toted as a bunch of bad guys that can absolutely die at any time. A unique take on a usual invincible superhero genre. 
Actually, the let's usual. be honest. Suicide Squad started that way, and then they were like, no, 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 no. You can kill anyone you want except Harley, Deadshot, yep. King Shark, yep. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> it's always like, wait, who, who's on the team? This issue? Yeah, that person's dead. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hold oh, on, oh, hold wait. on. They okay, did kill Captain this Boomerang. New person, and they brought him back. Yeah, they brought him back, <laughs> but they did kill him. It's like, and then they go back to where he died, and he's like. Do you guys not remember I died here last time? <laughs> well, it's like, especially the new 52, it was like, Deadshot, we got a new member for the squad. And, he's, and it's just like, all right, that person's going to die. But I give it two issues, tops. <laughs> no, yeah, because it would always be like, all right, Deadshot, you're taking out Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Shark, you're taking out Captain Boomerang. And, who will betray you. <laughs> who will betray you. And uh, Emperor Tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And half the time, they always die as the just proving that they will do it. <laughs> Not even during the mission. It's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we can blow you up. See, we can do it. <laughs> it's like when I accidentally clicked it. But it's like yeah, when Slipknot it's... showed up in the movie at the very like last part of the little team building exercise. <laughs> yeah, he can climb stuff or something. Like, ah, he's going to die. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> meanwhile, Suicide Squad. Okay, yeah. So, yes, I agree. They changed up the team. Um, number three was when Nightcrawler became the son of a demon. Yeah, as a this is still a uh, thing. As eight, there you go. Yeah, that. isn't it still a thing? I don't think they yeah. it. As far as I know, it is. In yeah. fact, yeah. he even goes to heaven and then has to go to hell to fight his dad at some point. I'm pretty sure. Because I mean, we've all an, been there. He's an angel pirate for a while. Do you remember Which that awesome. storyline? Yes, I do. Oh. Actually, yeah, I do. Yeah. He's, he's he's an uh, angel pirate. Which honestly is pretty cool. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. My god, pretty cool. I mean, I'm not going to go much more into it. That's literally, that's it. They, they yeah. yeah, they changed him He's from a mutant. Mystique, to... Mystique was technically his mom. Yes. Yep. And then they decided that he needed some cool reason why he looks so Radically evil. different. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was. The, which... And plus he's so religious. It's A-G-A-F. And then they used Azazel in the movie. Yeah. Yep. But they made Azazel just a mutant, didn't they, in the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, like... They didn't make him a well, they, they were, were just they never like, really hey, really went into it. He is, didn't talk. Uh, red Nightcrawler. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It was the Red Crawler. <laughs> okay, so our X-Men fans will love this one. Uh, number two oh is gosh. the Zorn Magneto Zorn Magneto Zorn. <laughs> Do you not know about Magneto? I know. I, yeah, it was, it was Grant Morrison's new X-Men run. <laughs> Turns out Zorn was Magneto the whole time. <laughs> Except when he comes back in all right. new X-Men. Right, yeah, then yeah. it was uh, Jean Grey from the future. That's right, yeah. Chuck Austin didn't create Zorn, but he certainly helped muddy the waters. Originally, Zorn was a teacher at Xavier's school who eventually unmasked himself as Magneto. Wah, wah, wah. Hyped up on a power drug, he then laid waste to New York City in his most murderous and destructive rampage to date. The decision was to turn the decision to turn a Holocaust survivor into a genocidal maniac was met with some skepticism, which led to a slew of writers trying to fix the problem, and inadvertently making it worse each time. First, it was revealed that he was actually an imposter with a disapproving Magneto still in Genosha. Chuck oh Austin, my gosh, is that the one that we like? We eventually saw up. again, and we were just like, "Why are there two Magneto?" Yeah, Zorn's back again. Uh, okay, just Chuck Austin sure. turned the imposter into real Zorn, who thought that he was Magneto due to a fit of madness and just so happened to look exactly like him because reasons. <laughs> What's the problem? Brian because reasons. It's comic books. Brian Michael Bendis then wrote a story where it was further revealed that, is anyone exhausted yet? That it was Magneto and also Zorn who came back as, energy, as an energy being still fixated on stealing Magneto's body because blah, 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 Scarlet Witch, mag, uh, magic, and comic book plots. <laughs> 
The way the story speed, was left is speedster time travel. Yeah, bullshit. It's, it's it's Scarlet Witch magic bullshit <laughs> in the in the X Men books. And the way the story was left is that Magneto wasn't the original perpetrator, but was totally fine with people thinking that it was him, which still makes absolutely no sense branding him as a mega city-destroying criminal for the sake of street cred, which mostly <laughs> lays the problem to rest, except we still don't know who destroyed New York City. Was it Zorn, Phoenix, Squirrel Girl? Never mind. Uh, and for those I, who are not tracking, because this is an older list, Zorn is back! <laughs> I... <laughs> I feel. I will say, however, I feel like they they kind of actually addressed the uh, not saying that he didn't do it of the destroying the city in uh, the most re. That's the one I'm talking about. He's back. No, no. In uh, doc, uh, with Doctor Doom, he shows up. Someone hacks all the Doom bots, and they destroy the city. And Doom just doesn't reveal that someone hacked his Doom bots, and is like, "Yeah, no, I totally did that. This yeah. was uh, my plan." Just because he doesn't What's want to admit worse? that he. Fumbled. Being seen as a homicidal maniac or being shown that your computers can be hacked. <laughs> you, homicidal maniac. Exactly. I would much Strength over weakness. Exactly. I'm with it. I'm with it. Especially um, when you're doomed. Doom. And number Ooh. 10. Number one. Ben's favorite 90s Batman storyline during his, really liked it during his evil Ben Riley enjoyment phase. I still actually really like Ezreal. <laughs> <laughs> no, the original plot, the way yeah, it worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Azrael becomes ultra gritty Batman. Now, for the oh, record, sorry, I'm just I'm a huge fan of the original Azrael and his original plot. Mm -hmm. I do too. I am too, but I also really like the Curse of the White Knight take on it too. Yes, I think that's yeah. interesting. Well, I'm just because I bring that up because Azrael became son of Azrael, sort of Azrael, all these different oh, things. Oh yeah, to do. and then they and then they made him into a Michael something or other. Like I like the original Jean Poy Jean Poy Valley take. <laughs> Jean Poy Jean Paul Valley take on the character. I liked what they did with him. I thought it was great. I used to follow his solo books when yeah. it was a thing. He he's basically was what Red Hood is now. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what he was because at the time Realistic, we didn't have yeah. Red Hood. Yeah, we had Azrael. It was them around. testing out Red Hood. The only problem I ever Hood. had with the original Azrael is as his solo series kept going. There was more and more crazy experiments yeah, happening. Yeah, they made him like the son of a monkey at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was really weird. Like Saint Dumas, like, like actually, did, yeah, yeah. they were like, merging DNA with super soldiers and animals. Yeah, and, like, and they found you out know, his my mother was is. a gorilla. <laughs> and it was yeah, like, that's what? my thought is I go, I want to make a villain. Human gorilla. Yes. <laughs> yes. But like they were trying to give reasons it. why he, he had enhanced strength and how right. the suit worked, but they didn't want to go down the religious path, which is what like his whole thing was. Yeah. It was like a weird yeah. semi-religious and then monkey. <laughs> so anyway, if it was a demon, just saying, um, in a marvelous case of be careful what you wish for. All right. We'll go back. <laughs> The aforementioned 90s were a literal dark time for comic books. The superheroes everywhere switching to black leather, beefed up grit machines such as Cable dominating pages, and stories taking a more violent turn. Everybody had spikes for some reason. <laughs> and denim hoodies. <laughs> and denim hoodies. Yes. And battle armor with flamethrowers. <laughs> I mean, and that's boob just... Windows. And boob windows. And you gotta have all four? Oof, you were epitome <laughs> 90s. How would that even work? I don't want to think about <laughs> it. It's, it's a denim hoodie with a four-boob window in the hoodie. Over the armor. With spikes on the yeah, shoulders. Yeah, everybody knows it, yeah. And armored pants. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, somebody draw that. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we got any fan artists out there. You didn't see our fan artists? They drew up a, a pregnant Bruce Wayne with Clark Kent. <laughs> no, I did not see that. It's amazing. I did not see that. I need to see brilliant. it. I'll show you after this. Okay. Uh, all right. So anyway, um, a in a 
Fans became restless with how Batman wasn't quite living up to the era and demanded that he start snapping next pronto. Now, the funny part about this is that's pretty accurate. They wanted Batman to be grittier, to start like just killing people. Mm. Fast forward 20 years to Zack Snyder. And they're like, what the hell are they doing? (laughs) Batman would never kill people. (laughs) When you want a Batman who kills, you get Azrael. (laughs) Or in, a mar- hood. Or red hood. in a marvelous case, be careful what you wish for. The writers obliged by having the original Bruce Wayne's spine reduced to Rice Krispies by Bane, forcing him into retirement and having an ultra-gritty assassin, Azrael, take over the job. Now, for those who don't know, real quick, I'm going to interject here. When Azrael took over, Batman had defeated him as Azrael and was helping him rehabilitate. Yes, that yeah. is true, yes. He wasn't like, I'm gritty. It was like... Oh, you're doing well. You seem like you kind of yeah, have the yeah, idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand all the training. It was that kind of a it's thing. It's the dark multiverse, but not going as dark as the dark multiverse. Right. Sure, yeah. I think it was Tim Drake at the time agreed also. Was the Robin, yeah. Yeah, that Jean Paul uh, would be great for the role and yeah, you'd help yeah. him out. So Interesting. Complete with the ultra bizarre shoulder extensions, golden... Epaulets. Epaulets. And a metric ton of sharp weapons as bats took to the streets and started to reign a violent terror as the only Batman and fans loved it. Now, once again, I want to interject here. I get he's just getting to the point, but that actually took like almost a year. Of what? Him becoming Batman? No, as bats, like armored Batman, because he just put on the bat suit originally. No, it wasn't a year. It was shorter. Was it shorter? Yeah. I thought it was like a year of him just no, being Batman was, and basi- gradually putting parts on. No, no, it was basically uh, Bruce Wayne got his back snapped. Yeah. And then Jean-Paul took over as Batman. And originally he was just Batman. Yeah. Normal Batman costume. And he was working with Tim. There was no problem. And then he developed claws. Yeah. I, well, I thought, what's I, cooler than Batarangs? Claws that shoot Batarangs. That's I what mean, it was. Yeah. I think it was claws that shoot Batarangs. That is cooler. Uh, and it was only a few that's issues that's where he had the claws. And then he still, he was getting his ass kicked by Bane and his goons. And was like, you know what I need? Armor. <laughs> and it was like one issue. He designed the armor, had the armor. I think it was Batman 900. Was it? Okay. Something like that. I do that. remember Tim trying to stop him with the claws and his answer kind of being like, I don't need you. I can take well, care he's of like, I don't back. need a Robin. He's like, right. I, I never said I wanted a Robin. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tim Briggs showed up like three panels later and, and he's like, what the hell? And then you just see like armored Batman sweeping <laughs> over the city. Um, as Bats took the street and started to reign of, reign of terror as the all new Batman and fans loved it. Yeah. Nah, they didn't. As was the original intention of the writers. As was the original intention of the writers, Azrael's run as Batman was incredibly unpopular due to how he became a bloated caricature of everything those vocal fans had wanted with added angst and darkness. His tenure lasted until the original Bruce Wayne healed up and realized that he should probably take back his title from the psychopathic person dropping people off the buildings for fun. <laughs> the original Batman returned in a as the dark yet heroic character we all know and love. Fans who caused this whole mess learned the whole learned that wholesale violence and slaughter does not make a superhero icon. Um, I do <laughs> think if you read into the story behind that doing Azrael, I do remember that like that was kind of the thing they wanted oh, you to hate him. They were like, right. "Oh, you want a dark and gritty Batman? We got you." <laughs> we're gonna, gonna hate this <laughs> and they weren't wrong and it didn't at ha- first they were like oh crap they're loving it damn it right, make it grittier <laughs> oh, I, actually i think that's how like originally it was just he was like a little gritty and they were like oh they're still loving it add more armor flamethrowers they're like all right just create a bat chainsaw it's got nothing but little bats are in. <laughs> every little blade is shaped like a bat that would actually yep. be really cool and i, I think i think the reason really why this story has never been like Oh, it's it's one of the worst Batman stories ever. People still look to Nightfall as it's one of the best. Because there are worse ones. No, they 
they Tom almost, they made you know that th- this was going to be changed. It wasn't. Right. Oh yeah, it was never like this is Batman. Right. right. It was almost. It was like when when Doc Ock took over Spider Man, and in the, mm. the ending of the first issue, you're like, oh, Peter Parker's still there. Yeah. Mm. It was that kind of a change because I think during this whole thing, Batman was training with somebody to get. Oh, his they back. they showed Bruce Wayne like going through physical therapy. Right. So you knew he was that. training, right. getting fixed. People were calling him, telling him the situation. Like he you knew like, it was. Uh, you, oh, we're getting to it eventually. <laughs> He's mm. like, I'm paralyzed right now. I'm not really sure what you want me to do about it. <laughs> so moving forward because we're already at 35 minutes i thought that would be a lot shorter we kind of took a lot more time on the back end of those um well, we had to nice. really go into the boob or do you want to save this one for another, another nah, screw thinking? it go let's do it okay 10 massive character changes in the new 52 that didn't last long all of them <laughs> most of them honestly yeah <laughs> whatever okay if you watched our episode last week then yep. we explained whatever this one a little was bit. happening with new 52 superboy <laughs> It was rough for a little bit. I I, like, I kept reading like all the issues. Yeah, like what is he doing? Oh Wasn't yeah. Wasn't this the Tron suit Teen Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. Tron, and he was turned out to be a clone, but he wasn't really a clone, but he was a clone of like futuristic Superman who turned mm-hmm. out to be evil. Well, because the idea is they were like, wow, that that young Justice Superboy is really popular. What if we did that but worse? <laughs> Put him in a Tron yeah. suit. Yeah. I just love the text on this one. Whatever was going on with New 52 <laughs> Superboy. When the New 52 started, he was a completely new character. While still a clone, he was no longer a clone of Superman with some Luther DNA thrown in. Instead, he was a clone of the villainous future son of Superman and Lois Lane. Fans couldn't care and he was killed. That's true. I don't think he was ever killed though. I think he's just stopped. No, do you want to know where he is? I bet that's the one that's currently trapped oh, in it's Shazam. Not Superboy Prime. It's New 52, it's new 52 Superboy. Superboy. Con, I think that's Con L. And that he was the is whole just thing. so pissed that everyone forgot yeah, about him and that he didn't even that. get to they die. They turn him into the new Superboy Prime. <laughs> At least he would have a history behind it. Yeah, yeah. That's, true. that's the problem with Superboy. Everyone loves Superboy Prom, and I'm like, he doesn't have... Like, he- I literally love it because I had to do that story when he first showed up in Infinite Crisis, and he was just like, hey, guys, I'm here. <laughs> Everyone's like, Superboy Prime! And they're like, who's that? And he's like, Superboy Prime. I know him. He's cool. And they're like, all right. <laughs> it, he just, he like, turns out. Gary, come back to me. He wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number nine was Promiscuous Starfire. I still like Promiscuous Honestly, Starfire. Honestly, that one never made... Uh, Never made sense that people didn't like this because it's like, it's literally an alien that is naked a lot of the time because they don't care about clothes and learns languages by kissing people. Yes. It's Which a is very awesome. sexual well, alien. So it's like, in a the, bikini. Hold on, I'm getting really bilingual here. So the problem, so here's the issue with that. I can explain actually what happened <laughs> with Promiscuous Starfire. Okay. Starfire was that. That um, yeah. she's literally a character, a male fantasy from the whatever era she was created. Like seventies, like seventies. That's hence 80s, part yeah. her, her outfit, and everything like that. When the new Fifty Two came out was two thousand eleven. You know what was popular around that time? Teen Titans, Born? the show. Oh, sorry. And Starfire <laughs> is not a promiscuous. No. That is true. Sleep around in the Teen Titans show. Yeah. Mm. No. I believe, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure. I think the first panel of that, of what is it? The Red Hood, not first panel, but I think the first panel that shows her is she's in like the tiniest bikini possible coming out of the water or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, 2003 is the original show. At this point, most fans, because she really hadn't popped up like Mm -hmm. as a prominent role in a very long time. No, she hadn't popped up in a while. So she out. people hey. for the most part when she would show up, fine, whatever. But everyone kind of forgot about Seventy Starfire, right. and the only people th- people that people know about was the not bikini wearing, not large, well endowed woman. Uh, I'm fixing it so I don't. I can say it on. She's podcast. got great personality. Okay, 
But like, and the th- the kicker was her introduction was her holding a towel, barely covering herself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then she was sleeping with. Uh, yeah, I was gonna Dick say, and Roy and Jason were both like sleeping, you with, sleeping her? with her. No, but if you want to, it's cool. <laughs> no, no, they were both sleeping with her. Oh, okay, that was the thing, and like it, it was. Uh, What's the problem? Jason thought he was dating her, then she slept with Roy. And they both are like, what's going on? And she's like, ah, oh, it's my people. I just sleep with everyone. And they were like, all right. <laughs> well, I don't want to be disrespectful of yeah, your culture. Yeah, of your culture. That's what it is. So, but the problem is most people had fallen in love with the Teen Titans show at the time. Teen yep. Titans Go wasn't a thing to start tarnishing her right. name again. That's actually why when they reinvented her after this, she then became the ditzy girl in Miami for yeah. like 10 issues. Actually, I really like the art on that. Story. Yeah. Mm. Did you remember that little? Yeah, qu- yeah, brief? I remember that. Yeah. Like it was like she went from this to, I don't even know English. You're like. What? Yeah. So I stopped kissing people. <laughs> um, but yes, that was a, uh, a a lot of backlash to promiscuous Starfire. Uh, she was in Red Hood and the Outlaws. That's like I knew that story so closely because right. it was the Red Hood book. <laughs> she was one of the outlaws. She was. <laughs> uh, number eight. Oh. oh, this was the best. This was a good one. This so is actually, actually really probably like... a really good version of this character. Actually, okay, this isn't this bad is, ones. I this was going to say it's it's ones that. Just yeah. disappeared. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean they're bad changes. So this is definitely not a bad change. No, this no. was actually really good for Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner became a Red Lantern, um, and that was an incredible storyline. Mm-hmm. And it gave him purpose. We didn't have four at the time for mm-hmm. Green Lanterns. Now we have six again because they brought him back, and we get two more. Like, how does that fix anything? Um, but yeah, no, that was great. He was undercover as the Red Lanterns, and became the leader of the Red Lanterns. Then yep. he defeated uh, Atrocitus, and he even helped Supergirl get over her Red Lantern ring. I like, and then I becomes like, the Christmas oh, Lantern. And Christmas uh, Red Lantern Supergirl was also a great thing. I actually really like it, which is also yeah. a very good one. Yeah, because that lasted a while as well, and it gave her more purpose. It mm. gave like it, it really separated her from Superman. Yeah, yeah, which has always been a problem with Supergirl. I like the character, but depending on what writer's writing it, it's just Superman it's with just, boobs. Basically, yeah. is what. It, I'm, that's what it comes that's down to. That's the tagline. Super boob. <laughs> Supergirl. Superman with boobs. I'm just saying, depending on who's writing her, when we get yeah, a good, yeah, solid yeah. story, which I actually really enjoyed the New 52 take, mm-hmm. where she basically broke away from Superman immediately, didn't know English, made her own friend, learned was English. pissed was all the time. Stuff. She was pissed all the time. She was. Very angry girl. Well, the idea was that she was 16 and basically... Yeah, it was, didn't know what the hell was going on. She yeah. just got to Earth. Yeah. And, and no, no. I, she was pissed all the time, but it was like... it was Warranted. what would. Yeah, exactly. It was a good take on the character. Yes. Yeah. Like if your home world exploded and you were a teenager and you got sent to Earth, because let's be honest, it got trapped in space for a while. Yeah, and like you'd baby be cousins off. now. And yeah, adult. yeah. And then to top it all off, she wasn't teaming up with Superman to help really separate her from Superman mm-hmm. because she was like, "Look, you were a baby when I knew you. Yeah. I don't know you." Which I actually think makes more sense than the usual take on her of going, Cal, you're like 30 now? Yeah, yeah. Right, because okay. <laughs> that's definitely not something I would personally trust of, oh, you're an adult man that's claiming to be my baby cousin? Sure, <laughs> sure, why not? I'll go with that. So I really liked that take on her, and I'm a huge fan yeah. of the character. I just I feel like depending on who writes her, I think recently we've had some good ones with her because mm-hmm. they really are trying to not because of the show. Right, they're yeah, trying yeah. to not make her Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for years, I like the one where she went out into space. You didn't particularly care for that story, but the she only, was going to like search for like the remnants of Krypton. The only no, like I liked the story. The problem I felt with it was it didn't feel like Supergirl really, and that's mm-hmm. it. Just felt like a different kind of thing, you know? Okay. It almost like when Kyle Rayner was the Omega Lantern and the Omega Men. Like right. They were trying to pitch it as a Green Lantern plot, and it's like, it's not. Right, right. He yeah, immediately yeah. gets rid of the ring, and then yeah, we yeah. have 12 issues of no ring. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a Green Lantern plot. That's so, true. Yeah. Actually, one of the few books by Tom King I enjoyed. Omega Man? Yeah, I did. And like then he becomes that, the yeah. Omega Lantern yeah, at the yeah, ending, yeah, yeah. and then that just, no one ever brings up the Omega Lantern. We're never going to talk about that again. 
We got a different ring called the Phantom Ring. Oh, I don't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, well, we got we got that one back because Cyborg Superman hacked into the. Uh, Let's not talk about that. Phantom <laughs> Ring, and then becomes no, no, like no, the never not, Do you not like what's going on? Never happened. Uh, I won't lie though. No, actually, everything yeah. with the Red Lanterns were. I love the Red Lanterns. I did too. Like I thought that was the cat. What's his name? Exactly, Dexter. 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 That's like Thank the you. only one that's still around that it is true, yeah. gets the, used. The biggest issue I have right now with the Green Lantern mythos, it's not even mm. that Grant Morrison's writing Green Lantern and I'm not a fan of what he's doing with the character. That's like that's fine. You can take Hal and go do what you want. Right. It's that we're like ignoring everyone else except Jon Stewart. We're ignoring Kyle. We're ignoring uh, Guy Gardner. We're ignoring Simon. Jessica Cruz is... Odyssey. She's in Odyssey. Odyssey. So she's at least got a book. Yep. Uh, but she's not even a Green Lantern anymore. Uh, she's, an, <laughs> she's an Omega, Omega Lantern. lantern. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, she's is technically many, an Omega Lantern. How many human lanterns do we need? They're like, there's we've a new got, uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> we've got another human. <laughs> but we also... What's wrong with that planet? When was the last time the Red Lanterns actually showed up? Because then they pop up briefly in Odyssey, but that was it. Yellow Lanterns? No, Dexter. That's, Just that's Dexter, literally yeah. the still only there too. thing oh, okay. that we've got. But we haven't gotten a real Red Lantern story... No, they're gone. I think St. Walker's dead. I don't even know where the blues are right now. Yellow I think lanterns. They got rid of all the colors. To yeah, be on, like for the yellow's most part. not around because he's now an ultraviolet lantern. Sinestro. Yep. Like they just kind of obliterated all the lantern stuff. They got too convoluted. Wait, did Sinestro? Did they like try and explain it because of Sinestro with the ultraviolet lantern and he annihilated some of the cores? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I know the reason. Indigo Tribe is on Somewhere. like a different planet yeah. and no one talks to them because they click. Speaking of Green Lanterns. they can't actually talk. Speaking of Green Lanterns, and I actually liked this. When Sinestro became a hero, yeah. he went back to being a yeah, hero Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Hal Jordan, for those who don't know, in the early New 52, Hal Jordan lost his ring for finally just abusing the Guardian's authority. And they were like, we're done. We are done with you. I think it was following the, it was after Blackest Night, Rise of the Third Army. Because the Guardians were trying to make the Third Army and they knew Hal could become a problem. Mm -hmm. So they found any reason to remove his ring, but the ring immediately went to Sinestro. <laughs> well, yeah. Is that the one where then he became like grew super long hair and had Kronos no. Gauntlet? So Sinestro got the ring and then Sinestro went out to try and be a hero, but realized he couldn't be a hero. Mm -hmm. So he made Sinestro. <laughs> <laughs> so he made a clone of his ring to Hal Jordan, which tied Hal Jordan to him. And he was like, I'll give That's you back right. your power. But you gotta help me do this. So he's a Green That's Lantern right. warlock from D and D. <laughs> I like it. There you go. Uh, what you're referencing when he went off to get that gauntlet yeah. is after all of that. The and Guardian he had a spaceship and a, <laughs> yeah. and a hoodie. I think didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He had a hoodie. Yeah. It, was yeah. a, it was like a hoodie trench coat thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing more and cool than a hoodie trench coat. Yeah. Well, actually, there is. A denim hoodie trench coat. Oh, yeah, coat. that would be sweet. Uh, that was during the period after all of this. I believe the Guardians were completely gone. Yeah. And I forget the reason behind it, but he needed to steal the gauntlet. It was like, it was like the idea. Of then like, he was like a Green Lantern outlaw. Yeah, wasn't that's what it, it was. Idea? Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, I have to do this to get to this case, and they're stopping me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to steal the gauntlet to do the case. When you say Green Lantern outlaw out loud, it sounds really cool. I would, <laughs> read, I would read a story called Green Lantern Outlaw. Green Lantern Outlaw. I, yeah. All right, I'm number pitching it. Tom King's I, I actually it. liked this because this is back when Jeff Johns was still writing Green Lantern. I thought mm -hmm. it was a great direction for it. Oh yeah, just like this is back when I Jeff Johns. I love the Jeff Johns. This Green is back Lantern when Jeff Johns is more directly involved. Hence, Supergirl becoming Red Lantern. Right. Hence, Guy Gardner becoming Red Lantern because all the Lantern cores were still active. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. Um, number five is James Gordon as Batman, which I hated at first and started to grow in me, and then they ended it. Right. What do they call it? Heavy, heavy weapon. Super heavy. Super heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Where you got uh, the bunny armor? The, the yes. The, <laughs> But it was, like, it was like a battle suit. But it, the, the, what I liked about the story and the way that Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo did it is it proved 
you can't just be Batman because you have technology. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it yeah. was Bruce. Which Wayne was that, that was, was the idea behind it? Yeah, was yeah. the idea that oh anybody can be Batman? We just throw him in a suit of armor and it'll be cool, and it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Right, and that's exactly yeah. what the whole point of the, yeah. the, the especially biggest, when you keep him still as a cop, following cop rules. Right, well, well and that's that the kind plot, of the yeah. biggest that, difference. I think he says that at the end. He's like, I'm not Batman. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I am a cop playing Batman, and it's like, but I'm not Batman. Yeah. And then Batman has to show up and do stuff. Yeah, Batman stuff. It was Mr. Bloom. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen again. He gone. What I, the only thing I had a problem with when James Gordon became Batman is the way that Greg Capullo drew him. Oh, yeah. He went from being in like his 60s yeah. to like he was like early 30s. He looked like maybe. he had just gotten out of the army. Yeah. 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 And they, they, they said it like, wow, you really, you shave off that mustache. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm just working out now. It's big deal. Pretty much Batman. <laughs> what? Didn't he have like red hair for yeah. some reason as well? No, no, he's a redhead. He's always, he's always but he had like reddish into hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, he shaves he's into always, iron tight. Always, he shaves the mustache. He's always been great. He lifts a couple weights. <laughs> Good to be Batman. That's how that works. Uh, number four, uh, Andy, I know you like this. Wildstorm characters in the DC universe. What a waste of great characters. Although I will say, of all of them, uh, Apollo and uh, Midnighter. Midnighter were probably the best. Midnighter was great because he crossed over into Grayson. Yes. I don't even know who Midnighter was, and then he's just he showing his own up. book, too, for yeah. a little while. Is he the one that sees the weaknesses? He, yes. he, yeah, he's got, like, super uh, reflexes, uh, minimum super strength, but he can read someone's, like, what's going to happen. Yeah. So, he like, that if, was, we're, if he's really fighting, he can already see what you're going to do, so that's how he beat you. I think my favorite part about that was when they did the art forks. If I remember right, it was the, like... It shows them fighting and does like the red yes. squares. I love that yeah. art. And, like, they were that actually way to do it. their version, the DC Universe version of them, was actually pretty solid. And and Midnighter's book was pretty good. But then yeah, same thing, it just kind of disappeared. They away. put yeah. him in Omega Man, didn't they? No. Yeah. No. Uh, well, initially it was Grifter, Voodoo, and Stormwatch got their own books. Voodoo's was pretty solid. Grifter was crap. Uh, and then, it was a crap version of the character. Yeah. And then uh, Midnighter. I don't think Apollo was around at the time, but Midnighter. Showed they, up in the Grayson book, and then that kind of spun out into his own thing. Well, they both show up in, uh, in the new 52's version of Stormwatch. Oh, okay. That's yeah, right, they were yeah. both there, that, and that was how they met in the new 52, and then he shows up in Midnighter's book. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, because I know in Grayson, he was, he was like, he they was, would fight occasionally, and yeah. he'd pretty much just comment on Dick Grayson's butt. Yeah, he became like his frenemy. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. That's all it really was, but like every time Dick Grayson would show up, he'd be like, he's leaving. <laughs> like, I mean, the be first fair, issue of Grayson, Grayson is like on top of a train and he like throws his Glock, but it like <laughs> it like boomerangs back and cracks the guy in the head. And like Midnight is watching, he's like, I think I'm in love. <laughs> it was or something like that. It, it, yeah. he's, he's not even joking. The whole twelve issues. That's no, it went up like twenty four. There was a, there was a lot of Grayson. Yeah, 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 Grayson. Was this during like the Agent Grayson? Yeah, yes, that's, that's, that's what oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Midnighter was that guy that was basically had a crush on Grayson. It was that's always checking right. him out. And then they discover like he was his frenemy the whole time, but he had the garden, I guess it was, and he was yes. using the doors. So yes, that's the where... ultimate plot. Yes, using okay. him and his doors. I yeah. did read that one. Now, original Wildstorm Universe, Stormwatch, Midnighter, Apollo is awesome. Mm -hmm. You should all go check it out. Was that a Grant Morrison thing or an Alan Moore? Uh, it started off as a Grant Morrison thing and went, or no, no, a Warren Ellis thing went into Grant Morrison and then Mark Miller. Okay. Um, and then they rebooted it into the Wildstorm universe, which you did not care for, but I really liked. So. It's still going, isn't it? No, it ended, and then they were going to do a Wildcats book that got pushed back and is on hold indefinitely, unfortunately. Uh, hmm. I just felt that it had a really slow build. And I wasn't, it did. I it wasn't was a as, slow burn comic. And I wasn't as attached to the Wildstorm characters right. as you were, so I, I, I was really just like, like all right, I'm 
I Midnighter right. had me, but I'm kind of yeah, because yeah, yeah. I really dug Midnighter. Midnighter after his interactions with Grayson, I was like, who oh, is yeah. this guy? It was a cool Holy character. Holy crap, he's like a whole character. He's got his own thing. And it's like if Batman wasn't afraid to beat the crap out of people. <laughs> They uh, might die. Yeah, it'd be all right. <laughs> and at a place where he could jump around, you know. That's true. Yeah. Very yeah. Good the garden, yeah. Uh, number three is when Superman lost his powers. Uh, now, I read recently that this was an attempt to bring him back to the 1940s Superman, which yes, that was couldn't fly and anything like that. that. Was it idea. was the that was Grant Morrison was trying to do. in yes. a single bound because he couldn't fly at first, if you weren't aware. Um, Some I, people I weren't know. aware of it's that. True. I, I wasn't. I, I thought the plot here was okay. My biggest complaint with this, it happened during DCU, where the idea was story over continuity. Yes. And so there was like three storylines going on with Superman at the time, and none of them linked together, and they mm -hmm. were all about this. Yes. Yeah. It was like in one he was fighting this villain, and in one he was riding the motorcycle across the country, and another one was. It's like they're all they're all happening at the same time. Although that I doesn't do, work. You literally I, said he can't speed anymore. I do like the idea of an underpowered Superman riding a motorcycle around the U.S. and fighting crime. I honestly would watch that show. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, I totally watch that. Number two, Super is Spy Dick Grayson. That that was another. I felt it was a great change for Dick Grayson. Um, I and did another miss Tom King book. I actually enjoyed. I actually, Dick I will King say, King I King did King. miss Nightwing really with this. Good. Yes. You know, but mm -hmm. Super Spy Dick Grayson, I thought, had a great plot that was un unveiling. And I, like for, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have wanted it forever. I do. because Yeah, because, I mean, I like Dick Grayson as Nightwing. But for what it was. for it, like, And he was very Nightwing. That yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was a good thing. But I wouldn't have wanted him to be a spy the whole time. Right. No, no. It, but it, what I liked about it was, yeah, it was Dick Grayson. He acted like Dick Grayson. He was interacting with all the characters. That's the difference between the Rick Grayson thing they're doing now. Yes. Where he's like, oh, I have amnesia, and I don't know I don't know how to be Dick Grayson. Right. Well, he, he was, was still Dick Grayson. He was just a cool spy. Yeah, that's all it was. And he was basically doing all the Batman stuff. Right. Yeah. Just with no suit, because now he was just an undercover spy. Yeah. Um, and then number and one. swirly face. Wonder Woman's origin and the changes made to the Amazons. The Brian Azzarello stuff. Where oh, the yes. Yeah. Guys. Well, I, I, I enjoyed that. I really liked that. I enjoyed yeah, that run, I, were, yeah. I think this is the one that I liked. I can't remember. I don't know. This uh, was during the same time that Deathstroke got story. his God Killer swords. Because I, I loved that so. version of Deathstroke. Um, uh, the okay. the peace-loving island of women who would fight when they're needed was completely changed. The Amazons would be revealed to be basically pirates, kidnapping men from passing mm. ships and using them for breeding the, before cruelly putting them out of their misery. It was also revealed that Wonder Woman herself was a daughter of Zeus and Hippolyta. Eventually, this would all be abandoned. I, I see. I liked that though. I did too. Yeah. And then, because then she was also attached to the pantheon, so like she yeah. had her brothers and her sisters. And then Brian Azzarello had this really unique take on the pantheon. Yep. Like it's, God of War being like an old yeah. grizzled like big long beard cowboy kind of yeah, guy yeah, yeah. and you know and then she had the the first or the first son or whatever it was that yep. she was fighting that, that was, was great. Zeus's first son that had been banished because he was too strong and would yep. wipe out the pantheon I thought it was a great day but a lot of people did not like Hades that one, had a candle for and, a head and after and but I will say they did let it finish they did. It did. I mean, like, it's practically a alternate reality version of Wonder Woman. I mean, eh, new because well, they, well, because they'd never reference it anymore. They, like, well, it had a start, right. it had a finish, and that's it. Like, and then they just kind of moved back into normal Wonder Woman right. stories. The right. story after that was the reveal of Donna Troy. Yeah, and yeah. Then we started so it kind of just turned Greg into... Greg Rucker turned it into, well, you've actually never been back to the island of the Amazons, yeah. which means that version doesn't exist. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it almost became like an alternate reality version of yeah. Wonder Woman. Which I and I and it's one thing I like about it because it, it is like you ever read a book. Anyway, <laughs> no. yes, all the time. I don't know, I don't know what we're going. No, but like you ever read through your favorite I mean, series? Like for me, Dark Tower is probably one of my all-time favorite 
like series of books that I've read. Yes, you stole that from me, but yes. No, I didn't steal Dark Tower from you. I have a, ta- a tattoo, but that's fine. Go ahead. Keep going. Obviously, you're a bigger fan. Does that make it feel uh, better? It does. <laughs> Keep Thank going. you for the validation. Yes. Uh, actually, I don't remember how I found out her. I told you. Did, did you tell me I about gave it? it to you, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, read the, I, I just remember the you last. You still have it. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need those back. I just probably. remember the last book came out while I was in Iraq, and yes. I had to order it, and I was because you were at. You asked me. You were like, "I need a book to read. What should I read?" And I gave you a copy of my gun. Uh, I gave you my copy of Gunslinger. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, either way, it's one of my all-time favorite series. Yeah. But it's done. You're like, I feel good. Yeah, yeah, Beginning and end, and that's how I feel about that Wonder Woman. I do love comic books, but. There, sometimes we all get worn out reading comic books because they just never end. Right, yeah. they just keep repeating the same basic story over right. and over. You again. can't be like, well, I'm going to read. It's not like watching your favorite show and when it ends, you're done. You're like, it's like, I'm going to read Batman until it ends. Well, be talking to you in 80 years. God, <laughs> how is Bruce Wayne still in his mid 30s? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So I think that's what I liked about that Wonder Woman book was it started out and reinvented her entire origin. Mm. And we got like, I think it was 35 issues. I think of, so, yeah. Of like a full story that mm-hmm. came from beginning to end. I think it might have been 40. Huh? I think it might have been 40. Might, I remember I remember like 41s when... They, they switched over. They had yeah, like yeah. Donna Troy and everything. Yeah, yeah. But there was like a weird arc in the middle where they were like, well, we don't know what to do. Brian Azzarello finished? Like... Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And we didn't plan for this. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't think he was going to finish his story. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm done. Do that. I'm I think part it. of the problem, honestly, is Brian Rezzarello did such a drastic change to Wonder Woman. Once it was over with, and it was, it was, I would Realistically, say. Realistically, their only choice was to revert. Because mm, like, yeah. unless he left a series of world building notes. Yeah, yeah. Because he had changed so much. Like, right. You had nothing to reference anymore. That's pretty much what that came down to. Mm. With Batman and the New 52, you could easily go, okay, well, he had this character, this character. We're going to pop them in. Yeah. Superman was like this character, this right. character, pop them in. You know, the Flash. We have Wally West. Don't use him. Why? Because why not? Uh, <laughs> Speed Force bullshit. That's why. But Wonder Woman, you couldn't use anything from her past unless you brought her back. Yeah. So. Right. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, I got awkward. Uh, yeah. So that's our uh, show. Um Thank you for uh, joining us today. That energy drop. For uh, the, the 1 a.m. Uh, uh, rice cookies and tea hour. Uh, Dan, what tea would you recommend that they drink during this hour? Tetley British Blend. Uh, Tetley British Blend. And Andy, what cookies would you recommend with Tetley British Blend? Chocolate chip. All right. <laughs> so everyone, please go get your Tetley British tea. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you want to see this every Saturday. You can find it live on twitch.tv at comicstorian. Twitch.tv slash comicstorian. Uh, How is it I can get it right now uh, and you screw it up? I, yeah, it's too much energy. It's, the the the, it's too much. It's too much. Bring it down. focusing bring so it, much on keeping down. the low voice. Bring it down. Sense. Bring it down. Bring the energy you're, down. You're about to hear. I need you about to hear. <laughs> Like a, yeah, um, this list was like a, a lot four. of fun and if you would like to support the show and keep it going and make sure it doesn't ever get cancelled please consider going to our Patreon patreon.com slash comic storian uh, where you can also get a many, many other projects why are you we getting a weird cadence I, to I don't know <laughs> now, what's going uh, on Mr. Spock uh, warp one <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your support. We really do appreciate it. Let us know what you think about these character designs that didn't work out in the comments down below. And if you happen to come across a fun list, make sure you join our Discord and shoot it over to me because this is where we discuss them and we just laugh about how stupid comics can be. (laughs) Can be. Yes, we do. It's true. Thank you. And let's sign out. Dan, do your official sign up. Thank you for watching. I'm Dan D. Producer. Andy, do your official sign up. Thank you. And have a pleasant tomorrow. And good morning, Detroit. Enjoy your Justice League. What? <laughs> 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 <laughs>